Hello guys, my name is Harriet Nakutamana and you're listening to Chit Chats with Harriet. Please feel free to join the family and ask me any questions on my Instagram at Chit Chats with Harriet. And on my personal one, if you feel like you want to slide into the DMs, it's Harriet underscore at for deeper, meaningful discussions about life, adulting, and trying to figure life out. <laughs> I said that already, but let's get into it. What up guys? What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Harriet. Guys, I have been all over the place. But before we get into today's topic, which will be underestimation, okay? That's the topic for today. But before we get into that, we're going to do the weekly recap. So for me, the week has been great. I had posted a podcast, but for, um, if you guys can't find podcast number five, for some reason, it's disappeared or like something, but hopefully I'll get it back. But I just wanted to say hello, and I just wanted to send out my biggest, you know, um, prayers for any biggest prayers. Oh, it's just, we blood, we just bloody got started, and I'm already make, speaking a different language that ain't English. But what I wanted to say is, I just wanted to send out my prayers and my love for anybody who's going through a hard time during this coronavirus. I know that it can be so difficult, um, you know, to to find the positives in all of this type of stuff. But I think that. You know, um, when stuff like this happens, it's kind of, you know, God trying to shake us or, you know, trying to, or humanity, us to be reminded that, you know, all we have is each other, you know, and you have to love the people in your life and love them well. And you have to, you know, live life every day as if it's your last because, you know, with this coronavirus, you know, it's it's very serious. But I don't want to talk about corona because you're going to be hearing about it in the news. You don't need another negative nanny up in your ear so that ain't my business let's let's get into today's topic yeah hopefully that gave you a little recap let's get into it yeah so today in today's episode i wanted to talk about underestimation and i know what you're saying is that even a word yes it is okay yes it is i know it's a word because i have found underestimation i'm looking it up because the, I have to get you the definition. Underestimation means the presentation of something as being smaller or less good or important than it really is. If that ain't a sermon of itself, can the can the listeners say whoop whoop? Can I, can I get a can I get an amen from the back? Come on. If that ain't if that ain't the biggest <laughs> the best is definition because to be honest with you sometimes you look at a word and you know it but you don't you haven't really found out what the like real definition is but that is a per- that's how i view it already that's also my understanding i wanted to talk about um miss um underestimation because i feel like for me i think that the biggest thing that people suffer with is not seeing their full potential okay i think that for me I'll be the first to say, and you all know on this podcast, I'll always be telling my business. I have no I have no sense of privacy, but it's okay. Let me tell my business because I'm hoping all those people who be listening, and I know there's a lot of you guys that listen every week, and I just want to say thank you. And we have some new listeners, and I just want to say thank you. Welcome to the family. <laughs> you know, like you giggling. But I just wanted to say that for me, like, I appreciate every person that listens and sometimes I feel a little bit weird sharing my stories and saying how I really feel like 
<laughs> so I'll share a little thing that happened this week. You know, should have said this in the weekly um recap, but I didn't. I didn't remember. Um, but what I wanted to say was like I posted an Instagram story like showing my personality because my podcast. I don't mind being you know funny and goofy and being weird. But on my on my Instagram, you know, if you go through my color scheme, you know, I'm trying to have a theme. You know what I'm saying? And I decided to do like you know those quizzes that you can do through the filters, and I did a little bit of that, and I, and I was being myself for the first like, you know, showing a little bit of my personality, and and it did really well, and I always get embarrassed because if you know me, you know I post one thing and then I'll come out of it because I get embarrassed because I don't want people to know who I am or I don't want people to think I'm weird, because I have a really weird sense of humor and oh it's a mess, but. I posted it anyway, and it went really well. And it was just proof to me, you know, that sometimes it's easy for me to to not see myself the way I'm meant to be seen. And I think the worst thing is it's okay for other people to underestimate you, but you can't do that to yourself. And I am the queen. Hello? I should be given a crown. That's the one place I should be given authority over is the fact that I am the queen of just being like, oh, I can't do it. But this is a funny thing, Okay. I believe that you can under I can underestimate myself, but don't you dare! Don't you, I? I don't let people underestimate me, and I'll tell you kind of like a little backstory. So when I was growing up, I was not the smartest kid in school. Let's be honest. Am I still, even till this day? Um, but I was not the smartest kid in school. I I wasn't academically sound, <laughs> academically, but I was not one of those people who were. You know, good at maths, good at science, good at anything that involves numbers. I was good at being goofy. I was good at... No, no, I was good at drama, like all them type of creative subjects. And this kind of aligns with the question I got asked on on my Instagram, um, which was being a creative and being African and the struggles that come with that. And that all... I feel like that all falls under the idea of feeling underestimated because I think for for me being not that great at maths and science and stuff like that made me feel really low sometimes because I'd hear my friends who were able to do really really well and get good marks and and every time I got like a really I got like a 20% on my maths test and I know you someone in the in, on the videos crackling going ah, 20% I'm not even embarrassed to be honest I'm surprised I didn't get it and the worst part of this whole thing is that I remember my teacher <laughs> I remember I was trying really, really hard, and my teacher came up to me, and she's like, Harry, you're going to do so well. I can see that you're really, really trying, and the woman tried to look for a mark everywhere and couldn't find me a mark. I was so upset, but I was really bad at maths. I just couldn't understand. Like, for me, like, I'm the type of person, everything has to have an explanation. You can't tell me why y equals Z, um, y plus 2 equals Z. Y plus A. Oh, look, I'm even getting confused trying to give an explanation. Oh, forget about it. Forget forget the maths. Oh, even the science. Oh, science was a different. I was out here using the Bunsen burner to burn my head. Like, <laughs> I just needed help. But what I wanted to say is, like, I grew up, grew up, you know, not feeling the smartest in, in my life. And, you know, I was used to not, like, talking until this day, like, one of the things that make me a little, I'm going to share this, somebody going to use this against me, is that I haven't, I haven't always loved my voice. Like, for example, I always thought, because I would talk and someone would be like, you sound like a man. Why is your voice so deep? My gosh. And I remember I spoke to someone I liked and, I, and they were like, why do you sound like a man? Your voice is too deep. Do you see? 
And so from that day on, uh, like all this stuff, I was like, man, I do sound like a man. I might as well be the Hulk, you know? And all those little things that were happening in my life made me feel like, oh, I'm not smart. I'm not this. I'm not that. But the thing is, yeah, I remember no one, my parents, even when it went to my HSC, my parents didn't even bother asking me. No one ever asked me about my educational things. People don't usually, I'm not the type of person people ask about. It's aspirations, family-based. Like, you know, there's certain ones in this family you know are going to, you ask them about everything that they're doing because they're going to, they look like they're doing something. But for me, I've always been really, really quiet about my dreams. And one of the reasons I've been quiet about my dreams is I've always been, I've always been aware that not everyone is going to see the vision that I have for my life. That sometimes I'm going to be the only person in the world that knows exactly what I, I have the potential to do. And so, I, I, as I said before, I, I trust, I know, my, I know my limitations, but I know that no one else knows my limitations. So whatever preconceived notion you have over there going in your brain, going like, oh, it's going to fail, keep that over there. Because if you bring it to here, like, I'm fine. Like, I know my limitations, but my limitations, me knowing my limitations has never stopped me, to be honest, because I know my weaknesses. I know what I can do. I know what, where I need improvement. And yes, for some people, it may suck. But for me, overall, it's been great because it's helped me push and make room, make make ways and make improvement where other people could have failed. You know what I'm saying? This family, Jesus, I really need to, Can someone in this coronavirus, can someone come and take me? I'm joking. But the thing is, what I was trying to say, like, not take me as in dead, like, take me to, like, to a different home. You know, I've got to clarify because, you know, now I make jokes and sometimes they come off insens- like insensitive, but I swear, <laughs> I did not mean that badly. So no one get your knickers in the twist. I hate that phrase. Anyway, besides the point, what I was saying is what I was trying to say is that I, I know my limits and I know that I have weaknesses and I'm not. And I hate when people act as if like or like that, I, you know, they need to remind you of your weakness. Barbara, you don't need to tell me. I already know I'm struggling here. They'll be like, Harry, you really need to like calm down because you need to like learn how to use your inside voice. My teacher used to piss me off every time that lady would say, Harry, use your inside voice. I said, I come from an African home. We are a family of thousands. If my dad wants to speak to me, he's not going to be like, Harriet, can you come downstairs, please? There's this is to do. He's going to, Harriet, can you, Harriet? Harriet, and when it gets, my parents use, they call me by my nickname, and I know it's bad when my mom says Harriet, and she starts yelling. But I, they yell all the time, and not in like an aggressive way. We're just a bunch of yellers, because that's the only way we're all too many people, and everyone's always speaking, laughing. If you, if you don't yell, you can't be heard. That's just the plain facts. And so, like, that's, and I hate it when people said that, but I know my weaknesses. I know that I'm not, I know that I'm not. I know I'm not good at maths, so why would I become a maths teacher? This is one thing I'd like to say for anyone listening. If you know your weakness, don't try and go into the field of your weakness. Don't, I don't mean in the sense like you can't improve and get better, but I've seen people who have no ability to become a doctor. They can't even sit down for five minutes, yeah? Right, right, they can't even write a maths equation. They're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be a marine biologist. I'm going to be a dentist. Do you know past in my past in my past before I went to I found out what I wanted to do now 
I wanted to be a dentist, but that's because my my sister was gonna be something in the, smart. My brother, like everyone was talking, I was like, man, hey, here I am being useless. I'm telling people my dreams. No one wants to listen to me. So yeah, I guess I'll, yeah, I want to be a dentist. I did dental experience. I've never I I fell asleep from the first day I entered to that place to the last day. I saw this beautiful woman take out her teeth. I said, nigga, this ain't for me because there is no way, there is no way I'm gonna be out here. You know, working for for the toothless. No, no, no. I I I have to go to the dentist all the time, and I know the misery that comes with it. No wonder. And did you know? Fun fact. You should, if you hear this fun fact and you want to, you know, just to make sure that I know you listen to my podcast and hear what I say, you can remind me. Fun fact: dental um dentists have the highest suicide rate. That's one of the things that made my mom get me off, uh, get off my back about becoming a dentist. I told her, oh, mom, I'm not becoming a dentist because they have a high suicide rate. Do you want me dead? And she's like, Harriet, you're right. I said, that's how you do it. But the thing is, I remember I remember my uncle looking at me going, Harriet, why aren't you? I'm like, I'm doing something else. And he's like, why aren't you a dentist? I thought you were going to be a dentist. And he looked at me with such a disappointment as if he was going to pay my uni degree. Bruh, let me tell you, yeah. And I'm not one to be thing, but I feel like so many people live their lives for other. Like I tell you, I can get insecure. I can get, I can get, you know, I can get weird. I can feel, I can feel like I want to hide a lot of the time. But you are not going to tell me how to. You're not going to tell me what career path I can take. You can tell me what to eat. Like you can be like Harry. You need to eat more vegetables. I'd be like, yes, you're right. I need more vegetables. You could tell me, oh, Harry, you need to, you need to, um, you need to be outdoors more. I agree. Don't like, I don't like to be like. This is the thing, and one of the things I say on my pocket, on my little Instagram thing is that I hate nature. I don't hate nature. I just say, why am I going on a tangent? Please, let's just go back to the main focus. What I was trying to say is, I people in this world they have preconceptions of who you're meant to be. For example, some parents spend their whole life saying, this, I've never done this before, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my child do it. That's the power of overestimation, where your parents expect too much from you. When I'm talking about underestimation, I throw my people out there in the world who feel misunderstood. Can I get a what, what? Who in their family, you're probably not the smartest. Your, your parents don't even ask you. Like, that's how bad you are. Your parents don't even ask you. They said, that one. We've given up. You know? You know them African parents. That one. Uyu. No, no, no. Yaradens. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're beyond the point of return. You know what I'm saying? And this is for them. Because I personally feel like whether whatever dream you have, you have to believe in it. And I spent a lot of my life telling, believing that. Because... I knew that I wasn't smart, but I worked my butt off in in high school. I knew I found out what I was good at, and I worked. I be, I did my best to become the very best at my craft. I did the best to become the best drama student I could be because I was particularly. Another fun fact, if you wanna, if you didn't get the first one, is that I. This one's about me, you know, because I want you to get to guys to get to name me, you know, because <laughs> it is chit chats with Harriet after all. But what I was saying is like. When I was like when I was younger, I until this day, a lot of people don't know that I'm actually really shy. And when I meet people in person, they'll be like they'll think I'm mean or they'll think I'm rude or or up myself because I don't speak, but it's because I get embarrassed. Like when I say that for so long I didn't like the way I speak, 
it's literally been like that. I, I get scared that I'm going to scare people off with my sense of humor. So I'll just be quiet, especially especially guys i'm learning i'm learning not to do that anymore because when i was younger i personally thought that guys don't like girls who who are too funny or too loud like they want them meek and silent but the more i realize that i get older i'm like there's no silence i have to i have to speak if i don't speak because i think my best thing is realizing that god gave me a voice and and i have to use my voice and i wanted to talk about these subjects because if you don't believe that you can do something, that is the saddest thing to me. I, you can tell me anything else. You can tell me, oh, this and this. If you don't believe it, that is tragedy to me. Because I personally feel like even with your mental health, if you don't believe that you're going to get better, there is no amount of medication. There is no amount of therapy. There is, unless you're clinically diagnosed, there is no amount of nothing that can get you from a dark place. And this is coming from a person who's been in a dark place. And that's the same thing with your life, your dreams, your belief, whatever it is. Because underestimation, let them underestimate you. I love, mm-mm. I had to just take, I just had to swallow because that was just, it was just the, something that he sparked my interest. I love people underestimating me because they have done it all my life. People always overlook me. I feel as though I'm hidden. And and this is the thing. I ain't a small girl to be hidden, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, I'm not one of those people that in a crowd you'd be like, where is she? But for some reason, I always feel like that. And I always felt like that when I was younger because a lot, I have so much in me that people don't know. And that's... That's not just one person. This is another thing. People, you, a lot of people expect that people who underestimate them are going to be like the, the, your employer, like your teacher. It could even be your family member. It could be your best friend. I've had conversations with certain friends, and that's where you need to learn who and when to tell. I feel like, as I said before in one of my podcasts, I don't believe in the cancel culture. I don't believe we should be out here canceling someone, like canceling Barbara because she had an idea. What is it with the ba- the bees today? Baba Beatrice. Next will be Ben. Anyway, but I, what I mean is like I, you just need to learn how to compartmentalize. You see, oh, bruh, you need to learn to organize. I was gonna say I can say it, but I don't want to embarrass myself out here on this podcast today. But you need to learn how to organize your who to tell your stories to, who to tell your visions to. I'm very careful and I look at people's reactions when I tell them my dreams, when I tell them who I want to be because they can look at me and their faces are enough. I've had people I've told all my dreams to and they don't need to tell me that they don't believe in it because their face has already said it. So what I do, I don't go and be like, <laughs> what's another name? What's a B name? Um... Bethany, Bethany, <laughs> Bethany doesn't believe in my dreams. You know, she, look, she, I don't do that. I, 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 I've been underestimated for so long that I've learned what to do when people give me that face. And you know that face. You know the face that when you tell your parents and they look at you like, like you disappointment or as if you murdered somebody or bought a, went and helped a goat. I, I don't know what it is, but they just, they literally be looking at you like, huh? Or like when people look at you, I've always get like, oh, well, that sounds really nice. But do you, do you not, like, you're not really good at maths or you're not really good at reading though. You're not really, you're not, mm, do you really think that uni is not for everybody? Or, um, you know, don't you want to do something that actually will make you money? 
how many people actually succeed in your field? Who asked you, Beatrice? Who asked you? Who? If your name is Beatrice, I am so sorry. I'm not targeting anyone name thing. I'm just, these are all names of like potential people in your life. You find your Beatrice, you find your Bethany, your Ben, whatever. Find your people. And everyone has them in their lives. I have been so careful to understand that the older I get, I'm 21 right now, but I have been learning since I was 13. This started, not, let's say eight. Since I was eight, I have seen the way people treat me. I've seen people, I've seen walking into a room, I've seen how people like are suddenly racist and under, dis- underestimate you because like, isn't English like your second language? No, Beatrice, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've walked into spaces and I've had people look at me and the the best way to look at people, is, like to know people that support you and want you to grow is through the, your body. Your body speaks way more than your words because your bo- you, you can lie with your mouth, but your body won't lie for me because you'll be like that type of person, like your eye will start twitching. The people be doing the most, but I have to believe that whatever God's placed in me, I've got to be able to do it. I started off by talking about weaknesses because you know your weaknesses, but they don't. It's like having a card. It's like having a secret weapon. You may know how many people you have on your force. You may know that your playing field, your game card, whatever it is. I don't play games. But the thing is, you may know all of that. But they don't know all of that. So the thing is, I never let people know that I don't know what I'm doing. Plain facts. In all my tutorials, my lectures... People think I actually know what I'm doing. I don't know a thing. The fact that I'm here, I'm still looking around going, when are they going to realize that I ain't supposed to be in this class? And the thing is, is because every single day, I don't care what I think of myself. I don't care if I wake up feeling crap. You're not going to know that. A lot of people think of me strong, but that's because I do not want you to think of me weak because you don't, because this is the thing. You feel underestimated when you give people power to make you feel underestimated. And this is the thing. I, I feel un- I've felt underestimated all my life because I feel like there's a lot of things that I, I've, I do that if it was someone else who did it, oh, the praises would come flooding down. You know what I'm saying? And that's not a shade to anybody else. I'm just saying, like, there's certain things you do and you're like, I'm doing all of this. Where is, where is, where am I, where am I, where are my flowers? But that's the thing. I recently learned in a verse about, a Bible verse about the fact that it is not, it's not about what you do, but it's how you do it. It's not enough to be successful. It's the mentality that you carry with your successes. It's your mentality. And this is the thing I said, I like last week I was talking about defining relationships I think it's also important to define success. For me, my version of success, I'm going to give you a little breakdown, but I ain't going to go into deep because I told you people are dream killers. But what I, my idea of success is being the very, 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 very best version of me, f- fulfilling the purpose that God has, has on my life and meeting someone who loves themselves and loves who God made them to be and is growing and becoming better and starting a life and building a legacy of that through purpose. That's my idea of success, okay? Because I've never been, you know, I don't like poverty. It's not my biggest calling. I don't enjoy not having money in my account, but I'm, if you know my spending habits, you know I'm used to it. What I'm saying is like, 
money is not my definition of success because I've seen a lot of people with money in their bank accounts and they're miserable. I think it's about understanding who do I want to be at the end of the day. When I close my eyes, when I turn off the lights, this is what I tell people. I'm just like, you could pretend to be a thug, a pimp, whatever, and be like, I get all them girls or I get them all the, all the guys, but... Or I'm I'm the happiest person. Or I've got a Louis Vuitton bag, a Prada bag. Well, Prada bag won't give you sleep. It won't stop your anxiety. It won't stop your depression. It won't take away the lack of peace you have. So when you go to bed at night and you close, turn off the light, are you proud of the person that you are? That's my biggest thing because I don't care what other people think. Like, people are going to think about me all my life. I've always walked into rooms and thought, man, I ain't supposed to be here. But it's not about what people think of me. It's about what God thinks of me. And most importantly, it's about what I think about myself. You don't understand. Like, for me, this is my lesson this year. People are so focused on coronavirus, coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah, it's true. It's a really big epidemic. It's killing thousands. And I just want to send out my prayers. I said it before. I said it again. And it's really, really serious. And we need to do our role as in staying home. But... Instead of you spending this time complaining, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, I need to buy toilet paper. How about you take this time and say, who do I want to be? When no one is around, when I'm not hanging out with my friends, when I'm not partying, when I'm not being surrounded by things that distract me from the main core thing, which is I have to deal with myself. I, have, I know so many people who have so much to say about other people, who have so much blame to put on other people. It was, it was, I was about to say Beatrice again. Poor Beatrice. Let's leave Beatrice alone. Uh, let me think of a name. Um, but... Banana. Okay. Oh, geez. I'm really losing it today. But it was Banana's fault that I did this. It was this person who I did this. This person made me underestimate. And, you know, I started off by listing a, a list of, of pe- things that happened to me that made me underestimate myself. But everything that is, I always say that everything that have, has happened in my life has made me stronger, has made me greater. Because if it wasn't for those people who said, Harriet can't do this, or Harriet, oh, you shouldn't, or Harriet, are you sure you can do it? Or Harriet, are you sure? Mm, you're not really good at these type of things. Or maybe you should do something. If, if it doesn't work out for you, you know there's a second option. Every person that said that made me, gave me a burning fire in my pants. I was like, gee, not really the best place to say burning fire, a burning fire in my heart. There you go. They gave me a burning fire in my heart to want to do better, to do, become better, to work hard every single day. And I know, and I'm not one of those people, like, I don't believe in those things like, oh, just believe and it will happen. There's belief and there's putting systems in place so that when those things happen, you're ready. Um, I think one of my one of my favorite quotes is, um, what's it called? Success is um, opportunity, something like, preparation meets opportunity and I personally feel like that's low-key the best equation I've ever heard in my life because I can't do any other because regardless of what it is you've got to be prepared you've got to be prepared because in this world and let's be honest it would be nice rose bushes and flowers let's bring out the dandelions the candles and stuff it'd be nice if we lived in a world where people saw who you were but that's the point they're not meant to see who you are. You are meant to see who you are. And I'm really, I'm really, really big on, on like self-evaluation, self-understanding, self-worth, because I am learning that it does not matter if everyone else thinks I'm sexy, if I think I'm horrendous, if I feel like Shrek, bruh, I'm going to be Shrek. 
You know what I'm saying? And let's use that analogy as well. If you've watched Drake and if you haven't, are you living in a hole? Do we need to come and call the police? Because I don't know where you've been. And if you haven't, it's quarantine time. I would suggest that to be one of your films. But if you watch the movie of Shrek, Shrek, you find that it's an analogy for a bigger story. Shrek all his life acted that way because he thought people expected him to act that way. So he did what people expected. He fo- and he all he wanted was for people to leave him alone and to feel and to feel like as though he wasn't a monster. And even in the second film, a gem. I tell you, in the second film, he tries to be human because, tell me why the podcast be using these ghetto, these ghetto analogies, but whatever, let's continue. He tries to be human because he thinks that if he's human, that Fiona will love him. But Fiona loved him because of, because she fell in love with Shrek because of who he was and not because, not because he was this handsome, charming prince and because he loved her for her because she was an ogre. If you don't know, I've spoiled it all. Don't even bother watching the film. But the thing is, but if you do, I would suggest it. Anyway, but this whole thing, it's an example that as human beings, we are always looking for someone else to see us. And if anyone knows me, one of my things last year was like, I was like, in like trying to get closer to my God and my faith. I would be like, oh Lord, I just want you to see me. I just want to be seen. Like, see me, see me, see me. I want to hear a dark cloud and thunder and someone saying, Harriet, you are seen by God. If you don't go to church, I'm so sorry for that. But for those who do, you know what I'm saying. So what I was trying to say was like, I wanted God to see me. And every single day I lived my life and, I'm, and I was waiting for that big, you know, fire thunder. You know, and one of my favorite verses in the Bible is this man who goes up and he's like, God, I'm going to meet up with you. Yeah. Um, and God's like, oh, I'm a, he's like, oh, God, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your voice. God's like, okay, I'll give you a time and place. You meet me there. We're going to get, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a little announcement. You know what I'm saying? This man goes up there and th- first of all, the thunder comes down, lightning comes down, fire, all of these things happen and he's behind, he's not behind, no thunders there. You, you don't, he, none of them are his voice. And then a wind, a soft wind blew and that was his voice. And I think that's, for me, as, as a person of faith, even if you're not a person of faith, I feel like you can apply anything. If, you, if you're really looking for a, a, an answer, you'll find an answer. Like, you don't, you don't have to be, oh, yeah, that's not for me. It can be for you if you apply it to your life in the sense of we look for things. We look for the big things. We look for the validation from people. We look for, for our family to be like, you're fire. Ain't no visionary like you. We look for people, our employers, to be like, ain't no employee like you. But would you, and this is a real question I had to ask myself to do today. To, to do? Okay. English, please. I know this podcast is a bit longer than usual, guys, but I'm really trying to, trying to fill up the space, you know. You guys can listen for 30 minutes, huh? If you're not listening any further... Um, I'm about to round it up anyway, but let me just finish on this phrase, okay? It's just like, we are always looking for someone else to see greatness in us. But that's nonsense, because they can see it, but then you're going you're gonna to move on to the next thing. And then you're going to want someone else to see it. And that's just a, that's just a job I didn't ask for, because you ain't even getting paid. At least if you're getting paid for it, you'd be like... And I'm so sorry if you guys can hear noises and stuff like that. I, I live with my family and it's quarantine time. And, you know, hashtag someone save me. Anyone want to marry me so I can leave this place? I'm just joking. Anyway, but like personally, I always feel like 
I'm learning as a woman. I'm not saying I've mastered it. So no one come up to me and be like, hey, just one of the most confident girls. No, no, no. I'm a mess. But I, I'm, smart of, I'm smart enough to understand that it's okay if I think I'm a mess. Like, it's okay that sometimes I don't always feel like da-da-da-da-da. But I just can't. Like, it's not. Don't let people put, put their, their fears, their anxieties, their depressions onto you. Because they're not the ones who are going to do it. You're the one who's going to do it. Who says you can't be the greatest person in the world? You know, who says you can't be the president? Who can't, president ugh. Who says you can't be the prime minister? We live in Australia. If you do live in, in America, president, I doubt. I don't know if I have American listeners, but we'll take whatever we can get, wherever you live. Whatever faculty, could be a musician. And for all my creatives out there who are doing things where you don't get praise until, like, you're, you work with a celebrity or you make a hit or whatever it is, or you become a known, well-known journalist or whatever it is, small things, just know that success is when opportunity meets preparation. And you need to be prepared. And I always feel like... Those little things that no one else sees, those are what makes you great. And I, I've been really inspired lately to work in private so that when I'm, when I'm given a platform, so when I am publicly given a word or someone sees me publicly, I have more under my belt than what people see. And I think that's really important. I do not know if anyone, if that made sense, but... Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will try to get some other people on my podcast. I was supposed to have my best friend, but quarantine causes things to not work as correctly. But I will try my best if I can, you know, two people in a room, you know, I'm going to check if she has some type of disease. And I'll be trying to get more people on here as much as possible. Maybe a guy on here so you guys can listen to a male perspective. Because I have so many awesome friends who do so well. And I know so many people who are so good at you know giving advice and sharing their life story and I and I want this place to be a place of love and and so that when you listen to my podcast because sometimes it's going to be serious like today sometimes I'm just going to be joking or sometimes I'm going to be it's going to be motivational sometimes I'm going to be telling you the struggles of my life and I felt today that I wanted to talk to so many people who feel like underestimated who feel like tired with the world and you know just keep I hate I hate the word keep hustling because, you know, hustling sounds sounds like a never mind. But the thing is, whatever it is, you just got to keep working. And if no one else sees it, that's fine. But you see it. You see yourself. And that's the most important thing. It doesn't matter what no one in this world thinks of you. If you think of yourself as blessed, it's never going to work. And when I said in the beginning that it's fine that other people underestimate me, but I don't, is because my weaknesses are not a bad thing. My struggles are not a bad thing. If you want to listen to my other podcast, hashtag plug, and, and see that I've spoken about this before, is that my weaknesses are not my, they're not my crippling things. My weaknesses are my strengths. Because when I, once I realize my weaknesses, I can improve on them. And if I can't change them, then they become an asset for me to relate to other people who have weaknesses. Because ain't nobody in this world that's perfect. And if you're perfect, no one wants to be your friend because you're a headache. How can you do everything correctly, yeah? At least, at least do something wrong so we can be like, ah, did you see? 
you know, um, and even perfect people, like, no one's perfect in this world, that's why I say that, <laughs> but if you are, you want to you wanna give us some tips, I'm just joking, anyway, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to me, I know today was a long one, and I would like some suggestions, actually, if you've listened to this whole thing, all the way, I, I mean, all the way this far, that was so good, all the way this far, all the way this far, if you've listened this far along, I would ask that you please let me know if you would like, if you prefer shorter, shorter podcasts or longer ones, or if you want them even longer, I can manage. You know, I just need a glass of water because I barely breathe when I talk. So just let me know. But if you prefer them short, let me know because I can do that as well. Because my whole idea is that you listen. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to make podcasts just for them to be like, oh, yeah, I'll make podcasts because this is so fun for me. I, I want people to, like, get something. And even if you don't learn anything, I hope that through my mistakes, you look at your life and be like, thank you, Jesus, I'm actually okay. Or, like, thank you, Heavenly Father, because I'm not a mess. And Harriet's out here being ghetto. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Please tune in next Wednesday. I will be posting every Wednesday. I'm going to keep up to date. Yeah, yeah. Did my voice go as if it's fading? What I meant to say is... Keep up to date, and I will be posting every Wednesday. And I hope that you guys have a blessed week. Have fun, and I love you. See you later.